the mother heckin two i know i knew i wasn't waiting for this too. so it's a one-year anniversary we've been doing this for exactly 12 months sort of kind of we've been Holy doing it for 52 shit. weeks is really the actual wording yes um, and in that 52 what? weeks, we have had a lot of fun. Now, any good podcasters would have a nice little video to react to of us being dumb over the last 52 weeks. But that couldn't possibly be us because we uh, definitely didn't put have the time nor make the time to do such things. However, we will be in a later portion of our reacting to one of uh, my favorite pieces of things that we did, which was our uh, wins list predictions of how many wins each team would get in the NFL this season. So we get to laugh at ourselves and how wrong we were. Uh, <laughs> About the Giants. Be fun. Uh, I don't, we we I can ignore that I compared Carson Wentz and Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve, let's start this episode off with that. What do you have to say? Well, it's funny. I don't think anyone did that. I think he did that. Yeah, he did do that. That's the funny part. Yeah, that's on him. <laughs> and oh, that's sorry. why I prefer cheese over crackers. Okay, sorry. Uh, oh, okay. So what Steve really was saying is that he was so wrong about Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz, saying that Carson Wentz might be the best quarterback in this division. And on yeah. top of that, I never that went Carson that Wentz was more likely to win a playoff game or get to the playoffs than Jalen Hurts was this year. Um, not only was he so unbelievably wrong about that base concept, uh, Carson Wentz barely started most of the year, regardless of injury. Uh, he most likely by, be gone. <laughs> yeah, was outplayed by Taylor Heineke. Uh, and on top of that, Jalen Hurts made it to the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. yes. He would have been outplayed by a toaster. Hey! You have been play, outplayed it, by AJ McCarron, who's currently brand. in the XFL. Yo, don't hate on AJ McCarron, dog. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm nah, just here's a good, better. here's a good one. He's better than Carson, Carson Wentz right ben, now. Carson ben Wentz would have out, been outplayed by Nick. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I mean, also if they had the goat Nathan Peterman, I think they would have made the Super Bowl. But yeah, that's just yeah. me. Uh, I mean, yeah. Still. So, anyways. Um, that was fun. Uh, we remembered uh, I, I during the Super Bowl while I was listening to one of our old podcasts where we got into a rant about this. Uh, there was a pretty stiff debate on uh, who was better, and I was, uh, me, Kyle, and Andrew were the only ones who truly defended Jalen Hurts, and I was the only one who said he might be the best quarterback in the division uh, other than maybe Dak Prescott, which I was still kind of wrong because he was definitely the best quarterback in this division last year. So, that uh, gun was very bad too. I was I was very close. Uh, point being, we're gonna move on to actual subjects today. So we had well, I, you know, just when we thought football season was over, we had some more football. Uh, some so, of us didn't. Some of us knew. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, I knew. Yes. Uh, so the XFL. Uh, started this past week and had their premiere weekend, which was heavily starred by The Rock and his former wife. Um, the Rock going to the first game with a Renegade jersey on. I'm not sure if he showed up to every other game with a jersey on. I just know he showed up to one. the other game on Saturday. He okay. showed up to every game. I don't know what he was wearing though. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I did see him with a Renegade closed. jersey. I did see him go. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, so I did see him go onto the field. I did see that. Um, I would love to talk a little bit about some of the rule change, which I know we wouldn't talk about previously because we just ran out of time. Um, I'd love to talk about a little bit of what we saw. So first things first, let's start right at the beginning of the game. 
Um, we saw... Well, actually, how this? we'll talk about the real tunes after. How did everyone feel about the weekend? I really enjoyed it. I watched about two and a half of the games. Um, I didn't, like, sit down and watch them, but they were on. I was kind of uh, peeping the games. We'll talk about oh. certain rules after, but... I oh, I watched them. I watched them. Hold on, I got I this. I watched them, too. But... I watched a couple, like, highlight this is, clips. This is going to be a me and Kyle segment real quick. <laughs> no, uh, I will recap week one for us all real quick. Um, my Sea Dragons lost 20, uh, 22 to 18 to the DC. Our Sea Dragons. Our Dragons. Yeah, wait, uh, hold up. 22 like, to 18 to the DC Defenders. This? Oh, yeah, I'm a Seattle Sea Dragons fanboy now. Have you looked it's... at their logo? I could have made it. No, I mean, That's why I love them, right? It's the podcast team. That's the official <laughs> team of the podcast. I think that's uh, yeah, we're rolling with them. them. Listen, um, we're rolling with the Sea Dragons Oscar. and Josh Gordon, all right? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. No, he had hey. a pretty good uh, goal line touchdown as well. Okay. I'm a very pretty route. <laughs> we're rolling with Ben DiNucci, okay? If, that, if, <laughs> if saying Josh Gordon makes you antsy, Andrew, then we're going with Ben DiNucci, okay? That's what we're oh doing. Oh, my we're going Lord. Going with McCarron. I'm no, sorry. Uh, AJ McCarron's team did win on a fourth quarter comeback, but the yeah, uh, DC def- the DC Defenders <laughs> win 22 to 18 over the Seattle Sea Dragons. The St. Louis Battlehawks beat the I still don't know how to pronounce this name. The Brahmas 18 to 15. AJ McCarron led a fourth quarter comeback. I love the fact that they have the altered um, onside kick rules. By the way, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, the Roughnecks, the Roughnecks destroyed the Guardians thirty-three to twelve, and the Renegades beat the Vipers twenty-two to twenty. Three very good games, and then the Houston Roughnecks ran over the Orlando Guardians. Honestly, not a surprise, but actually a surprise. Honestly, overall, wonderful weekend, great football. The only distinguishing factor really is the fact that the quarterback play isn't as good, but you can't expect that. Plus, they didn't have a preseason, so everybody was <laughs> kind of rolling in there blind. Nobody knew what anybody was going to do. So it was kind of nice to see. Kyle, what were your thoughts? First, I want to say betting on the XFL is one of the worst, most painful experiences <laughs> I could ever imagine. Every team that I bet on, except the Guardians, who the Guardians lost outright, but every team that I had bet on had a lead into the two-minute warning, and mm-hmm. all three lost. Yep. <laughs> That's why I bet against you. You Sounds know, like a brand new league of people not knowing what's going on. It was absolute painful to watch every team I had go into the two-minute warning, winning, except Kyle the Guardians. Kyle must hate these onside kick rules. Dude, no, I love it. I'll be honest. I, lo- I loved every second of watching the game. I enjoyed it. It was, it was one of the few moments where I was losing, and I'm like, ah. This is actually fun losing because I get to watch these guys. But like, but ju- just just letting you all know, betting on the XFL is a very painful experience, and I'm not sure I'll do it again. Ah, who am I kidding? More so, you'll do it again. I'm doing it again. But Kyle, more than Kyle's addicted to betting. Yeah. Honestly, so I I was watching, as like I said, I kind of watched like two and a half of these games. Like I watched like a little bit of each of them. Um, and honestly, like it was kind of fun to keep track of. I very much appreciated the effort that ESPN has gone through to have these games on. Um, I thought that their pro- their production was good. I thought it was very similar to their NFL Mon- Monday NFL football uh, production. So I was very appreciative of that for them. Um, and furthermore, it was just kind of fun to watch. Um, the jerseys looked better than I kind of thought they would. I really liked some of the helmets. 
I don't know whose helmets it were. Maybe it was the DC Defenders. They had like half white, half blue, or oh, something that, like that. I think that was oh, the Renegades. Um, you, no, it was Houston. No. Oh, that was the Roughnecks. Houston, was the Roughnecks. They had, they had the that. Texas flag. They had the yeah, Texas flag as their helmet. It. That's like, sick. Yes, sir. That was mm -hmm. W. Um, so I really enjoyed the game. And honestly, the type of football wasn't bad. I saw a few really nice plays. I saw a few really awful plays, including some awful quarterback play. But I certainly didn't feel like I was I, watching like significantly worse. I thought the football was overall really good, to be honest with you. I yeah, thought like, it was especially better. especially with no preseason. Like these dudes just had five weeks of practice and had to go out and play football games. I'll be I I thought this was miles better than the USFL was last year. Like the USFL was hard to watch last year, and I thought this was that's starting up again soon, isn't it? Isn't it is. Like... It's April. Yeah, it's got to compete uh, with the XFL. April. Them. <laughs> and I don't think it will. After watching the first week of the XFL, I don't think the USFL will last. Uh, it's I'll just be more honest. More money. More well, money behind the XFL. I just. I also was surprised at how good the defense. Like, the defense was really good. People were flying around. They were ha uh, hat. They were helmets to the ball. Like people were hitting. It was fun. I just thought it was a really fun week of football. Yeah. Yeah, I, agree. Mm -hmm. I would agree. I, I agree. That's how. That's how I got both the two. Um, Jake, take out like obviously the fact that you love their college football because of the colleges. Yeah. Better or worse football? Um, I'd say it's different. So. Honestly, with the XFL, I think there's a lot of energy because at this point, these dudes are playing for their careers. Um, with the XFL, it's more like this might be their last shot they have to make the NFL and or show that they belong in the NFL. Whereas with college football, you got guys playing for their schools and there's a lot of passion behind it. I think it's a different type of passion. Um, I love both. I'm not going to lie to you. After, like, If they continue to have the same energy of the XFL in week two and so on and so forth, I'm going to love watching the XFL. I love college football because of how much energy there is around the game, and I think the XFL kind of recreates that with this being people's like last chance. Yeah. What do you think though, about the quality overall of just like the actual game? The quality is good. I would say that it depends on what college football your team you're watching. Um, if you're watching, like is, if you're watching Alabama, okay, compared to the SEC, like I mean, overall. probably on par. Like it's it's on okay. par. See, I think uh, the hey, I think like if you're watching Alabama Georgia, I think it's going to be better quality. But if you're telling me that Alabama and Kentucky are playing, I'd rather watch an XFL game. I mean, also they add some really cool stuff of like the different point conversions you can do and uh, stuff like the uh, convert a fourth and fifteen instead of an onside kick. Like, there's some cool changes they made to the game to make it interesting as well especially i think it's going to get even better i mean this already was a pretty decent weekend of football but i think with more time what are you doing uh with more time as like the teams become they build chemistry and become you know better flowing together i think it's going to get a lot better too and more competitive i was also going to say that austin i think it's kind of hard to compare college with the xfl yeah right now just because of just because of like the different rules the XFL really has, like yeah. I think I think it's easier to compare the college football to the USFL because the USFL uses very similar rules and play style to the mm. NFL. It was just a very clear talent mm. gap, whereas like college football and USFL, mm. I feel like are an easier comparison. Where Nick My neck. Uh, his, <laughs> his, his internet went uh, out. Uh, speaking of rule changes, Kyle, mm. let's go over some of the ones that the XFL actually implements. More, most notably, their kickoff rules, right? So yeah. the way that the XFL kickoff rules work is both teams have 10 players lined up at the 35-yard line, I think it is. 35? Am I right, Kyle? Yeah. And yes. the kicker has to kick the ball off, and neither team can move 
except for the kick returner, obviously, until the kick returner fields the ball. And honestly, it created for some exciting kickoff returns. I absolutely loved it. I thought that was it. amazing. I thought I thought that kept the kick returner safe too. Well, yeah, like, that... I was watching that, and I was like, "Oh, there's like no scary collisions happening." Like that was, it was that was the whole point of the, implementing the rule was right. to keep um, kick returners safe while also keeping the kick return in the game of football. Because like in the NFL, we see a lot of touchbacks at this point where people just don't want to touch the ball. And either way, it's a dangerous play for kick returners. We all understand this. We know that at this point. The XFL is striving to keep the kick return in the game while also creating exciting plays and keeping players safe. The other notable one that we saw three or four times throughout the or three times throughout the weekend was the onside kick rule where essentially what happens is at, this can only happen if a team is down in the fourth quarter. With like, I think it has to be two minutes and remaining in the fourth it's quarter. Under, it's under the two minute warning. Yeah, under the two minute warning, and so. Yeah. If a team scores, they have the option to do a traditional onside kick and or go for it on 4th and 15. If they convert the 4th and 15, they get the ball wherever it got converted at. If they don't get it, the other team gets the ball at the 25-yard line. And I think think it happened twice this weekend where they converted the Mm -hmm. 4th and 15 and both teams that converted, or one of the teams that converted won, the Seattle Sea Dragons unfortunately fumbled the ball at the 4-yard line. Um, We still love you, Ben DiNucci. We still love you. Mm-hmm. But the rate at it right now, I believe, is two out of three, which is 66%. I think that'll drop back down probably closer to 30 or 25, but it's still more effective than an onside kick, and I think it's a really cool rule. And I think it's really I, I cool think, to witness. Yeah. I think Smart. the analytics are really going to prove that that's going to be more effective than an onside kick, to be honest. Well, it's more likely than an onside kick, and yeah. at the same point, it's also safer. You're not having guys full sprinting into each other for this. Um, and at the same time, it does create a little bit more excitement for the game as Morty decides to clean himself. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, my internet died, but I'm back. Uh, so you talked about the uh, we talked the about the kick rule. And we talked about the kickoff and the onside kick rules. Okay, so my favorite thing was neither of those, believe it or not. Okay, I actually really enjoyed the extra point strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was yep. my favorite. That was mine too. So I the fact those. that you could go for one, two, or three, one being from the two yard line, two being from the five yard line, and three being from the ten yard line, I thought that that was a super interesting strategy. Um, you still have field goals, which are still a thing, but it kind of gets rid of this flukiness that exists nowadays, where like these extra points aren't gimmies anymore, which I'm fine with. But like it's cause like it makes kickers. I prefer like, that they're not gimmies to be honest with yeah. you. I'd rather just not exist, like to yeah. be honest. Like I I'd rather them just have this little like extra play. Um I think that kickers should still have their right as a field goal kicker, but extra points just seem like they're now feel like more of a jinx than anything else. Like that's, that's how fair. I feel about it. Like, like especially I'm... when you look at the Dallas Cowboys kicker that missed, <laughs> bro, that missed was five. ridiculous. You missed five, five. points, right? Yeah, like that's what you like, call a slump, it's like dude. a jinx. Like you're just, just asking <laughs> for a kicker to have a day like that, and then not be good anymore. You want to know what I love about that rule too? Is that if there's a penalty, so I saw this in the Sea Dragons game where the Sea Dragons opted to go for three, and there was a penalty from the ten, so they moved the ball at five, but they still got three points for converting yeah. it from the five. I love the fact that they implement normal rules into the play. Which is mm-hmm. what they should do. Just like if it was on the two, they're going for one, and there's a half the distance to the goal penalty, and now on the one. Listen, um, some people don't have common sense. I think the Rock hit gold with this, though. I mm-hmm. do think that those these are a lot of good changes. Um, there were other changes as well. 
Um, this is actually one of my favorites as well. Uh, so Dean Blandino, who's one of the referee correspondents for Fox, I think is what we mm -hmm. what I remembered. He was doing live analysis of challenges or even just on field reviews while on the on like ESPN. while the review is happening. Yeah, right? which I think is fantastic, mm -hmm. and it's 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 good because it gives enlightenment to the actual people watching what's happening and why it's happening. Not mm -hmm. just why did they make this call, or a correspondent just guessing why they're having that conversation. No, it Dean Blandino is making the choice. It also doesn't leave us guessing weeks later, what did we just witness? Like when we were watching Mahomes get an extra <laughs> third down play, we were mm -hmm. all wondering what the hell is going on. We got no explanation for it. In this situation, we could be getting that's what's happening live to us. We could exactly. be getting that explanation. By someone who's a part that. of it. Not just I someone who is watching, but someone who's right now, like just Gene's territory being like, Yeah, I think this is what they're saying. Yeah, right. like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is kind of what mm. happened. No. Or half the time, him being <laughs> like, Oh, that's a terrible call. Oh, they made that call. Wow. He's a good correspondent, like, he does a good job, but like, it, it, it was nice to have that as well. No, that's all. No, that transparency was honestly wonderful. I loved it. Plus, yeah, I, um, the last thing I want to add is that the crowds were actually magnificent. Um, they, the were, DC, they, they were the DC defenders crowd. crowd, the beer snake they when they got. Into. Well, bro, don't mm -hmm. take away their beer snake. It's not that hard, but like, <laughs> that was act, so like, funny. Actually, though, I was watching a video. I think it was a Flemlo rap video where he was talking about St. Louis. How the XFL? I can't believe you have your snake just pointed at the camera right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing but this like, on her own. I don't know why she's hilarious. doing this. She just she loves us. It's fine. Oh oh oh, jeez. Uh, oh, she goes. <laughs> she okay. heard beer snake. But she's like, where? He was she's talking like, about how in 2020, right before COVID hit, like the Seattle fans were probably the best in the XFL, and they XFL made Seattle or St. Louis go to Arlington, mm. and that Arlington crowd was popping. I loved it. Yeah. The crowds were probably the best portion of the entire weekend. Yeah, and there's a few other rules that maybe we didn't see as much or can happen. Um, for one, we didn't see an overtime game. Mm -hmm. So there are three overtime scoring rounds per team, similar to like how the um, co how college works. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very similar, although at college is kind of 1-1 one, one, uh, back and forth. Um, I'm trying to go through. It's a 35-second play clock instead of a 40, so an extra five seconds like in the mix there. Um the first and second half are split by only a 10 minute halftime so this is all like quality of life stuff mm -hmm. uh that we may have not noticed um okay i'm listening clock will start i'm reading uh clock will start following incomplete passes and out of bounds plays prior to the two minute warning of either half so it's immediate. yeah there's no which is kind so of the clock the, the clock doesn't really stop in the xfl prior to the two minute mm -hmm. yes so, Which I thought was a great implementation, to be honest. So I want to clean this up as well. Options to keep the ball. Teams will have two options to keep the ball after scoring. Traditional onside kick anytime during the game. So they still have an option to do a traditional yeah. onside kick. But in the fourth quarter only, they can also do a fourth and 15 conversion from their as, own 25. As long as they're losing and there's under two minutes left in the game. It does say mm -hmm. only fourth quarter only on here. It doesn't say anything else. I'm pretty uh, sure the rule is they have... I know they have to be losing, and I believe there's another requirement of it being less than two minutes left. Okay, interesting. I, I'm just on the Expo website. That's just... I, I don't have... So, mm -hmm. They also have someone here we did not see. Double forward pass. If a team completes a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage, the team may throw a second forward pass as long as the ball has not crossed the line of scrimmage. 
Once the ball is passed the line of scrimmage and no forward passes are permitted, the first pass may fall incomplete rather than becoming a fumbled lateral. Okay, so, wow. so essentially it just allows you to throw a double screen but forward behind the line. Yeah, you could do anywhere, anything behind the line twice. Okay, cool. Um, so it's kind of interesting that we were semi-talking about that last week with the changes that were talked about on Travis Kelsey and uh, Jason Kelsey's podcast. That is funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Except and then, it's behind yeah. the line of scrimmage. Yes. Which is, but I do think we that should be a change, but I think it should be a change that you get it once per game and you get to do it anywhere at any point. That would be interesting. Uh, last piece is here, and this is instant replay related, um, other than stuff we already talked about. Centralized replay with all plays subject to review from replay official. All plays, not just every uh, reviewable plays. Replay may not correct errors on non-reviewable plays. Player safety at any point during the game and any issue in the last five minutes of regulation plus overtime. Uh, may correct plays. I don't know if I said may not. But you may said correct. may not, but good correction. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, so yeah they, can't, they can't review anything yeah. under five minutes. <laughs> so they can correct <laughs> plays on non-reviewable plays, which is cool. They can correct like, stuff like that. I thought um, you said everything was reviewable. Yeah, it's just any issue in the last five minutes of regulation plus overtime. So not uh, just plays. So, yeah, correct. In the, in the last five minutes, they can review literally anything. It right, so be, before that, every play is reviewable. Correct. Every player five minutes or at the so once there's five minutes, minutes left. If it's the smallest thing, it could be anything. It could be uh, probably penalties. It could, it could be, be like an illegal hands to the face that somebody missed. They right, can right, throw right. a flag so, for that. It could probably even be like uh, something like um, whether someone actually uh, missed the play clock and deserves a delay game, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that could probably totally be a part of it. So um, stuff like that. Uh, head coach may challenge one on-field ruling per game, only one, including those involving a foul or potential foul uh and then final what? ruling final ruling made yeah. by designated members of officiating department in central location which is the England so England. does he get it back though if he wins i don't think so no i don't know i don't think probably so not. i don't think they, not. i don't think they the adopted that why rule. Is they probably just already are going to be reviewing everything anyways, and like right. in real time, so it's no real point. So those are all the rules. Um, do we want to talk about anything else XFL related before we moved on? Nah, just great weekend. weekend. Love it. I, I do. Only thing I wanted to say was just quickly touch on the stuff because we talked about it last week. We said we we're probably going to do it this week. What things do we want to see? We could say from the XFL that we saw. Do we want all of this implemented? Things that we don't want implemented, and then just quickly something that we all want different in the NFL. I would say give me that kickoff. Yeah, I would say right now, give me that kickoff. I like the extra point rules. Um, I really like the integrated official um, at all times. So, to be honest, everything I've seen so far, I could see in the NFL. Um, yeah, that's But fair. I'm like, we'll, we'll see. There's nothing I dislike, to be frank. Um, I, I really liked everything I saw, at least a little bit. So. The biggest one, I would say, is definitely the referee. Like, definitely having yeah. that would have, like, cleared up so many situations this past, especially in the playoffs, mm-hmm. yeah. where, like, everyone who loves football has all their has their eyes on the playoff games. So, like, we will nitpick any single mistake. So having a referee in those instances, I think, would be massive. But, like, I agree with, like, Nick and Jake. There's nothing really that I, like, disagreed about watching that I would say, yeah. no, I don't want that type thing. Yeah. So then, what's like one rule that isn't even doesn't have to be XFL doesn't like 
what would we want added to the NFL right now? If I'm choosing mm. one thing, I am choosing one thing. the fourth down and 15. Really. I was, yeah, uh, yeah. And it I'm doesn't have to just be from the we XFL. We can all agree on it. Like, we can agree on that, but that's the one rule. If I'm taking one rule that I saw slash I like, yeah, I like that a lot. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a hypothetical rule, Austin, so I'm also going to go with Nick's there because I thought that fourth and 15 versus onside kick thing was really cool. Just to be different, even though we haven't yet seen this, I'm I'm very intrigued by the two forward passes from behind the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage because yeah. I think there are so many plays that you can do. Like that opens up so many different opportunities. So like that's a rule that I'm like I think I would definitely like to see in the NFL, even though we haven't yet seen it in the XFL. I'm like I'm just like picturing how that would work, and I'm like there are so NFL many coaches plays. with that. Like, I'm just picturing stuff. Kyle Shanahan with that. Or yeah. Bro, you're going oh to see George Kittle catch a tight end screen and then bomb it. <laughs> Dude, like, yes. I'm just picturing it's gonna be... so many plays with <laughs> well, that. I'm just, picturing, I'm just picturing Lamar Jackson just kind of just like rolling out of the pocket. Everybody's scrambling to rush him, and then he's just mm-hmm. dumping it off before the line of scrimmage to somebody and then bombing it downfield to like freaking Rashad Bateman wide open. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, It'll be fun. We'll see. I hope we see one. I hope that some of these coaches can kind of figure some stuff out. Um, it'd be interesting. So, uh, okay. That is it for Expo Week 1. We will be keeping track. I'll be trying to watch it here and there. It's not something I'm going to sit down and watch right now. Maybe the playoffs. But I do enjoy, like, if it's on. Like, I'm probably I, keeping it. I am invested in the Seattle Sea Dragons. You know where I'll be Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, I'm full invested, dude. I'm going to grab some merch. I'll wear it on the pod. It'll be fun. I, I will say uh, there may be support groups starting for uh, partners of fans of football because now there's more football this time of year. <laughs> so we'll see if uh, FX. we'll see how uh, my girlfriend responds to the more football. Are they? Do all hmm? of the teams have their own stadiums? Yeah. Like, like, yes. Yeah. They yeah. Yes. Okay. I would consider USFL going though. if there was a team close to here. Um, there will be. There will be. I could very well see, like, uh, I don't know, like a main team or. No, it's going to be a New York. It's going to be a New York team. It's going to be 100% a New York. You can have a main or Connecticut or. I was just going to say Connecticut. No, it's going to be Connecticut because of Rensler. Because Rensler is going downhill and the UConn Huskies football program is going to be canceled. I guarantee you. Shut up, Austin. You know it's true. You know it's going to be true. You know it's true. Coming back, baby. Let's okay. go, UConn. Well, let's talk about some other things because then we have about 20-minute clip to watch over here. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this. I really enjoyed the NBA All-Star Weekend. Yes. I enjoyed mm-hmm. most things that happened. I didn't love their skills competition um, specifically. I feel like they haven't honed in to what we really want to see with that yet. However, when it comes to the all-star game the all-star game showed exactly what this nba is about lots and lots mm-hmm. of scoring with some yep. little baby rivalries like tatum and brown and uh, <laughs> all those little like they when they post up on each other and all that stuff um they showed all the scoring though and that's what the nba is about um and then last but not least the dunk contest was really good but Mac McClung. Mac McClung. Mac McClung. um yeah i think that he, he he was good um and the dunk this dunk dunk contest is actually good compared to the last few years that have been Dude, just... that one guy yeah. sucked i don't even know his name i don't even care about his name what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh no the guy from the knicks yeah the guy yeah. From the knicks. Was he, it? Kept, he kept what? putting his elbow 45. in the rim, but... 45 
He then dunked down, grabbed the freaking sheet that said a 50 on it, and it was literally the worst dunk I've ever seen. 45 is that? Yeah. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. That's not Quentin Grimes. No, 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 no. It was a bigger guy. Fluffy, like big, like afro fluffy hair, whatever. Um, oh, yeah, him. Honestly, uh, I don't know this dude's name. I was actually disappointed by the All Star game, Nick. So we have different views. I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was disappointed. disappointed. I thought it was um, boring. Go ahead, Austin. Here's oh, Jericho Sims. That's yeah, the that's the one. That's the one. Jericho Sims. So let me Go first ahead, go off on the dunk contest. There was actually good. Mac McClung definitely saved the All Star dunk contest this year. Uh, the other ones were okay. Like they, some of them were decent. He was great. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Skip and Shannon were talking about this before it happened, and how the three-point contest is definitely now the most. This is like the main event, even though it used to be the dunk contest, which I agree with. Like more people are excited about the three-point contest than yeah. dunk contest. Yeah, it was pretty good this year. Go Dan. Yeah, Tatum. Oh, I don't know why you put your money ball at the beginning. That was stupid. But anyways, um. The dunk contest, we'll see what happens next year. I, The NBA needs to make it so that all of these things, like even the skills challenge, can we stop having people that aren't in the All-Star game be the ones playing in these? Yeah. You didn't make it to All-Star weekend. Why are we putting you in this? I want to see those people. I don't want to see Giannis's two brothers doing it, especially without him. Like, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he, it was was suppo- he was he supposed to be there, there and Drew Holiday filled in for him. I know dude. he was that's hurt, so but like, still, like, that's still, the whole point was brought them in because he was going to be, and then he's not in now as Drew, and it's like, the point is, I want to see the. Uh, give me, let LeBron do that, please. Like, can I have LeBron? Can I have like Tatum? Can I have these other guys doing this that I want to see? They're not Mac McClung. He did great. I was great, about to say, under that rule, out. we don't get Mac McClung though. So, are you okay with that? Um, I am okay with that. One, he's on a. G, some of the guys in that were on the G League. They don't. <laughs> I, no offense to them, they don't deserve to be there. Mac <laughs> on yeah. a two-way project between the G yeah. League and the 76ers. But he still is yeah, in I mean, the G League. Austin, it, well, right. like, technically, it's just like someone saying that they have a two-way contract in the NHL, but they're in the NHL. They just also play yeah. in the NHL. So anyways, yeah. um, Mac, so here's the thing about the dunk contest. I really enjoyed it. I agree. It was really good. I always like love these All-Star weekends. Like I really like the NHL All-Star weekend. I know a lot of people didn't like it. I really enjoyed it. I thought that mm-hmm. everything they did was good. I don't have any critique. But when I look at the NBA All-Star Weekend, yeah, three-point contest in my mind is the main thing. It was really fun. It was fun to watch. It was fun to just see, like, everyone score. I love that Dame finally won. I loved watching Curry versus uh, Clay a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And they were just going. Like, that's just so much fun. Dunk right. contest was good. There were some ki- people who were just absolutely awful. So <laughs> I can test the point that you're making, uh, Austin, is that I think that those people wouldn't care as much. Mac McClung probably was really one to go hard, not only because he was showing off a little bit, but because he made a hundred k. Like those players, he doubled his career earnings. Almost as, it's it's literally no, he made just about his whole entire career earnings in in that yeah. dunk contest. Uh, also, I heard Vince Carter saying that like it literally is upsetting that we have all these all stars who can dunk, like Ja Morant, Zion Williamson. Anthony Edwards, like all these big name stars, like oh, Zach Levine, who was injured, Anthony Gordon, for crying out loud, who almost won it back in 2016 and 2015. That year where it literally was Aaron. the star. Yeah, Aaron Gordon. I'd like these stars are not stepping up to do it. Like people want to see LeBron James in it. People want to see right. Giannis in it. But they don't like, want to do it. So it's not going to be a. Spot. They don't want to do it. Yeah. So. But it's the also point is, like that point. Because, no, they don't want because they know they're not going to win it if it goes to some younger kid. Going into no, it. I so think, it's 
I think reason... it also has to do with injury risk too. Like they don't they don't mm. mind doing it during a game because they don't care about putting their body on the line in the middle of a game, but doing it something where there's no real like value to them. They're this the entire All Star Weekend is a show for the fans. There is no real value. But that's that's like saying the same thing about the Pro Bowl. Like we watched yes, it all agree. season. But it's like, why are you I not going to do this? Why are you not going to put on, like, a skill for everyone to I, watch when you put it on all season long and then you have this one chance to show off these biggest flashy dunks without anybody being in your freaking way for contact to slam mm-hmm. it down and nobody's there to freaking stop it, you at the rim? Like, it clearly shows that these guys do not care. Kyle, there needs to be more incentive for the players in my mind. No, no, here's what I'll say about that. LeBron's the one who stopped the the um, dunk contest from being like it used to be. I, I blame him completely. He always said he was going to do it. He promised he was going to do it. And the year after he promised it, he never did it. He was the last big star who had a chance to keep that the legacy going of Dr. J, MJ, all of these guys doing it. Those guys went out there and, and cared to win this thing. Um, the guys nowadays... You know they care more about the three-point contest, and I understand that the the game shifted, but these guys care about dunks. You could see their reactions to Mac McClung the other day. They care about dunks. It's not like it's not a thing anymore. And the stuff they were doing in the All-Star game, that's no different than what they were doing in the dunk contest. So don't tell me John Morant can't go, doesn't doesn't he cares about getting hurt. He's out there doing three sixties in the All-Star game. So I I don't I don't agree with you on that. And these guys go out there. Okay, maybe make the incentive bigger. I'm fine with that. I just want to see my big stars who got to the weekend because they played hard and are doing well, and we voted them in, and then I vote you in and you give me Mac McClung. Again, he killed it. I'm glad. Like, I I figured he was going to win it because I remember how he was in high school and the way he could always dunk. Yeah. No, I want to see LeBron. I want to see LeBron versus Ja versus Brown versus – Give me that. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> Give me one of those, guys. Give me an Zion Williamson versus John Morant, yes. the most hyped up mm-hmm. one that was talked about for the past two seasons that mm-hmm. everybody was talking about for the dunk contest was John Morant, Zion Williamson, how big that was going to be. It, yeah. it just it never happened because he's – well, Zion was injured, which was fine, which everybody was expecting. Like, okay, we'll give him time to rest up. He'll come back after his injury next season. He'll come out to the All-Star game and play. And then Ja backed out. It yeah. was just like, what the heck? It was tough. And the thing is, is that like I I watched these and I'm like, I'm still enjoying it. Also, by the way, the sickest dunk I ever saw was Aaron Gordon's under the legs. He got, mm-hmm. he got absolutely. Oh, the stripped. East Bay, the East Bay uh, one. Both legs, dude. This dude absolutely dunked it, and uh, he got ripped off. Oh, Zach, Levine. <laughs> Zach Levine was still very good, but like Aaron Gordon served the win that year. I think I Zach know. Levine so also admitted that like he. That oh, yeah. he should have. That's a Aaron, yeah, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon smoked everyone. So uh, anyway. Last night, or not last night, but was it Saturday night? Right, that's when it was. Was the mm-hmm. least controversial dunk contest that we've had in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt McClung. Let's give him credit because he literally brought out these old school type dunks that everybody wanted to see, and he kept it alive. Like, I, I'm telling you right now. Like, I think also there's too many props sometimes. Some of these kids like try so much to like do this flash stuff. Mac went out there and just gave us powerful, awesome dunks, and it was like, yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah, like the bounce the off raw like, power. Like, stuff like that. Like just, just like he made it look cool because he went over two guys who were on top of each other and then bounced mm-hmm. off the glass and then went in. Like it was like cool that he went in well, and then he bounced off the glass. Well, that that last one he did, right? Where they give him the fifty across the board again. 
Yeah. All it was, I mean, it was almost a 540, but it was literally just basically a 360 and then just slammed it backwards. It was, but it was powerful. Well, it was a 540. It was almost a 720. He okay. Almost, so he almost it was a, a 720. So, uh, but like still, like that's like compared to like some of the other things we saw way back, you know, like, uh, was Blake Griffin going over the car? Like it wasn't as flashy, but it was, uh, it was memorable. It's memorable because that's what's going to stick in your head is that somebody almost hit a 720 that well. So I think we should probably just talk about the All-Star game and then kind of move on. But, Jake, yeah. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, just thought it was boring. I really enjoyed it, but I also just like the – I just like all the shooting. I like And I like when there's these little moments where, like, Tatum versus Brown is the thing. Like, I, I would know. just like more effort. I, it's the same problem I, I had with the Pro Bowl. I mean, honestly, I just would like to see – I would like to see basketball actually played. I mean, one of the coaches from the All-Star team literally was like, we just ruined the game of basketball. Like, that. that's what he said. Um, so, as somebody who likes will... to see people actually play and compete, I just didn't feel like that was there is my one problem. Thing I... One thing I will say about this All Star Weekend that I heard from Jalen Brown was that uh, this uh, this All Star game was just basically a glorified uh, layup line, um, mm-hmm. and I have to agree with him. Um, I feel like the Rising Star game had so much more competitiveness in it, um, just because these are young stars trying to make a name for themselves right now and show that they are the future and everything. Um, I also agree that with a lot of the NBA talk going on right now from a lot of the players is that maybe the skills competition turns into a one-on-one competition, like tournament-wise, and these players just kind of go one-on-one with each other and kind of battle it out to see who's the best one-on-one player. So then we get that extra competition, so then the All-Star game kind of like fades out, maybe it just being the Rising Star game. And the All Stars are just there be. to kind of compete. By the way, the Rising Star game was six million times more fun to watch because everyone on that court cared and really was having a good time. Well, that's what and, I'm saying, uh, Nick. Hey, that's what I'm saying. No, I agree. I agree. But I still thought the All Star game was okay, like well, for what well, they're doing. But here's what I'd say: like, I don't. I understand that like the stars don't want to, you know, go out there and hurt themselves. With that. They still got a season to play. I understand all that. Um, I do miss that the old stars of our the games that we grew up with Kobe knows other guys didn't matter they they're going out there going to kill you like they didn't care they wanted to win but if you're not going to give me these stars in the dunk contest or in the skills contest or for, god forbid they start doing that with all, the three point contest too then you better show up in that all star game cuz that's the only thing you've done all all weekend if if you want to relax there you should be going hard in these other ones that don't have contact that should that aren't going to get you hurt so that's my thing. If you want to take it easy in the All-Star game, except that last quarter, because usually the last quarter this year wasn't as good, but like the last few when they changed over to that, um, uh, what is it, 182, right? Yeah, you have to just hit that specific score line. Hit that specific score line. Like we saw that with LeBron, what, two years ago, where he like blocked the guy and like until LeBron got well, hurt, he was playing LeBron, defense. LeBron was, got injured in the All-Star game this weekend, I heard. Mm-hmm. He jammed his finger mm-hmm. under the rim. He went for uh, another blocking, uh, block. Blocking, wasn't it blocking Shea uh, Gilgit? Gilgis Alexander. So. He, actually, he actually blocked Shea. That was not it. Yeah, well, that's right. Jay, Jay, Jay called him out. Jay Marlon called him out and said it. that. Jay called him out saying that that was the only defensive play that anybody put on in that whole entire game, and it was the only person that actually put defense like in it for once for yeah. one play, and nobody else did anything else. Shea ain't shit. What's he gonna do? 
Oh, well, mm -hmm. Shea is chip. What do you mean, Shea? Compared to LeBron, uh, zero shot. Uh, well, nobody in the league. Compared to LeBron, ain't nothing. Uh, okay. Yeah, anyway. nobody in the league can we're, compare to. We're LeBron. gonna we're gonna move uh, on. I can make a Shea said okay. something like, I've got something for him, too. I'm just calling Shea out because yeah. I don't think he's going to do shit. <laughs> I mean, but, um, anyways, let's talk about the last piece. And maybe this is more of a me, Kyle type thing. So the Ryan O'Reilly trade. Um, so the thing is about this trade is I think it was personally pretty fairly even. However, I think that it can go really badly for the Maple Leafs as the rest of these trades we've talked about. Um... um yeah, man. Listen, I think Toronto. <sighs> if he resigns with it, them, it's sort of worth it. So here's the thing, though. I don't know if they can because yeah. Toronto had to give up how many picks to be able like to get his. He had to give up. Let's see, a first, a second, a third, and a fourth. They had to give up four draft picks. Just to be able wow. to afford his salary, because they had to give. So the Blues were able to retain fifty percent of the salary, and they had to give a fourth round pick to the Minnesota Wild to retain the other twenty five percent. So Tampa, so Toronto could only afford to take on this trade if they could give up seventy five percent of his contract. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly's not going to want to sign for probably less than five six mil. I think that's being generous. That's like he, very generous. He's like worth he, eight. he is definitely worth more eight. But I think I, I'm being generous because Toronto's his home team. He grew up around Toronto, so like that's his. It's like a home team discount type thing. But I, I think Toronto drastically overpaid. Is Ryan O'Reilly worth it? Fuck yeah, absolutely. He's but he might not even former, resign with them. He really might. He's a former. He's a former playoff MVP. He's a former multiple award winners like. He knows what it takes to win the Stanley Cup. Like he is, he is the equivalent to what the Rangers got in Vladimir Tarasenko, except the Blues double paid what, triple paid what the Rangers paid essentially. Like, and it, it could pay off. Like I don't, I yeah. like it could very well pay off. It honestly might not though, because they can't win a game seven against the Bruins right now. Also, matters, they can't so. win a game seven. They couldn't win three games to get to game seven against the Bruins. Yeah, right it's now. tough. Uh, so we'll see. I I don't know, Kyle. I look at it. I'm like, okay, if he resigns them and he ends up making an impact, then it's great. But to yes. be honest, like that team is always decided by the goaltender, and uh, their goaltender situations always kind of hit or miss. Like no matter how good or bad the guy is, so. I'm very intrigued to see how he does. Um, it's not going well for one other trade that we've talked about on this podcast so far, the Bo Horvat trade. The, yeah, he's not I, playing that great. The Islanders are in deep, deep shit um, right now. They just lost their star player for the rest of the season. Oh, um, oh no. So the Island and the Islanders also just got smacked uh, against the Bruins on Saturday night. Yeah, but the Bruins are smacking everyone right now. So I don't think that's yeah. Really fair. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's bring up that statistic, Kyle. Uh, the Bruins statistic, just kind of looking at what have really. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So if you want to know, Kyle, this is what it's like to uh, be a fan of good teams, just so you know. <laughs> the Bruins are tied for the fastest team to ever make it to 90 points the flyers the 1970 or so flyer i think it's 69 to 70 flyers uh made it to uh, 
90 points exactly at 56 games. The Bruins made it to 91 points at 56 games. Um, the Bruins still technically have 26 more games to get, what, three points to maybe make the playoffs, Kyle? Probably, what, eight, uh, probably uh, nine points to, like, definitely make the playoffs. And I don't think long you shot. I don't think you should <laughs> hope to only get, like... I'm not, because that would so, mean they would be slowing down. But nah, they're on I a four-game win streak right now. I'd say it's nine points you should shoot for. Nine, well, nine more points, because 100 points seems to be the line. They have to go points five and 21 the rest yeah. of the season. I think that's pretty Regardless, much Regardless, I, I uh, agree, but I'm just saying, like, I think well, 100 points should be the shooting, especially in yeah. your division, the division that you're yes. in. Uh, 100 points should be the line. Well, they have on the first or the second wild card, we'll say, they have a 28-point lead. Uh, uh, they would have to they if they go fifty five hundred the rest of the season they guarantee a spot in the playoffs because mm-hmm. they would get an additional twenty six points and only lose twenty six points so um, yeah that's pretty cool they're on a four game win streak they're killing it they have a two hundred or a ninety two goal differential yep ninety it's it's the high it's higher than every other team by at least fifty or sixty it's ridiculous yes. Um, so it's gross. Um, the Hurricanes are also playing really well right now. However, they are still nine points behind. And the Hurricanes, I'm pretty sure, have won like 15 out of the last 16 or something like that. Yeah, and the one that they lost to was against the Rangers. Oh, oh wow. And the Rangers are like in a good just, spot as the third seed. They, they are. They just ended. Uh, t- they just lost the last night, ending their 10 game point streak. Bummer. Bummer, man. Bummer. Um, oh, we expected it. Absolutely crazy statistic. Listen here, easy to see. <laughs> um, all six, uh, the top six seeds in the Eastern Conference would all be the number one seed in the Western Conference. And the That's Bruins would be the wild. number one seed by nineteen points right now, where <laughs> so they are currently e- by nine. Even the Rangers, who are the sixth best team in the Eastern Conference, would be the number one. seed best team in the western conference yeah, yeah well they're the sixth best team in the east and that's all they got I'm so just, fuck you i'm just <laughs> saying that's how, that's how good the oh eastern God. conference yes, is. It is i'm just i also realized I know, I know. that the panthers are finally in the playoff race let's go they panthers are. they finally mm-hmm. made it finally um, caught up to the cap or the penguins mm-hmm. um, yeah penguins and Cap capitals have been struggling without ov yeah Islanders have been playing pretty good um, six two With, and two in the last. Uh, I don't think you're complaining about the Penguins suffering, though. No, I'm not. But um, <laughs> speaking of Ovechkin and the Capitals, uh, Ovechkin's father did pass away last week. So condolences, condolences with him and his family as he flew back to Russia. Which, I, I, I Twitter can be a ruthless place. <laughs> um, yes. And before he announced why he was flying back to Russia. There were mass tweets about him uh, apparently joining Putin's army. Um, let's just say that did not happen. So Twitter, yell for him. Calm down. Yeah, Twitter, chill out. Uh, but anyway. Cool. He was just gonna be cannon fodder. Unfortunately, that was a little sus, bro. Um, bro. So that I think is it right now for the NHL as we gear up towards I mean Celtics are still first at the all-star break in the league by half a game over the Bucks who they just lost to with literally not their stop to their top five so yep. in overtime <laughs> so 
Um, who's ready to react to us about <sighs> six months ago? How bad uh, were we? Oh, it was oh, real. Oh, it's oh, real bad. It's real bad. August, it was August 2nd. It was six and a half months ago, around our half year mark. So oh, let's geez. go ahead. We are going to react. We also did a jersey rating part of this episode. Um, we're going to see. Actually, Steve wasn't in this episode, so Steve isn't going to have an opinion. So Steve can just let's go. Go. Steve look at it. Uh, Yo, Steve. I guess Steve has to leave. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, yeah right. Steve, you got to go now. See you, buddy. Okay. Oh, so we're cool. just going to start it. I will pause it as people would like or as I like or whatever. Um, but our goal, if we just watch it through, we just watch it through. But uh, let's see how it oh, goes. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I was up at uh, Moosehead Lake for this one. That's right. Did everyone hear this? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Um, hey Jake, do you still think they don't need AJ Brown to be Yeah, good? I said seven to nine wins. Actually, oh, where did the no, Titans no, end up? Where did the Titans end up? Hold on, hold where on. They the were seven and two. If they didn't go on an eight-win losing uh, streak, they yeah. would have been. Where did the Titans I mean, end they, up? That's seven and ten. They're seven, seven and ten. They were at seven and ten. Um, yeah, I don't think it was AJ Brown that made that big of a difference. You, I still hold the I know, but you did that. say ten-win team. That's what I'm saying. Um, they were seven and two at one point. They lost seven straight. So, I can't do anything. I can't do anything about Mike Vrabel not coaching well. Yeah. Okay, the Colts are great, Nick. I hear you there. Hey. <laughs> I hear you, big dog. Hey. Hey. Oh, I was right. Let's uh, go. Were, hey, right. Yeah, don't don't even come at me with the Colts. Am I in this video? Wait, I don't even see. Me. No, you're not. Oh man! Wow. Good. We can, then we have an honest take on the Giants then. That's true. <laughs> uh, we were we were way off on the Giants. Way off on the Giants. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, they'll be at the end of the ten. Oh God. Uh, wow. I, I didn't ten. agree with this. I said they'll be at. Yeah, I didn't agree with this. Listen. Oh, we're at the Dolphins now. I was right. Yes, Dolphins. Nathan McDaniel, not <laughs> right. Nathaniel Hackett or uh, Mike McDaniels. Nathaniel McDaniel. <laughs> Nathaniel McDaniel, I love it. That was when I didn't know who he was. I said McDermott for some reason. I'm being weird. Wow, we suck. Yeah, we were bad at that point. We're good now, though. Mike McDaniels. We were both wrong. Yeah, we're right. Look at that. Yep. Yeah, I know. We're right. Okay, cool. It, it could have been more, but a two. Uh, six or seven. I said six or seven. Hey. Not bad, Nick. We all did. No. We all did. No, no, we, yeah, yeah, I said Austin's six. Advice, I would have had Nick. the Jets a lot lower, to be honest. But they actually did pretty probably, good. They have a very good rookie would've... class. Yeah. It's okay. We didn't put another New York team lower, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did. Did y'all really, really say one to three wins? No, I don't think we did that. Crazy. I don't think no. we did that. No. I think we so said six or seven. Which wasn't no, yeah, bad. That, that, that's pretty realistic for what we all expected coming into the year. I just think they're the Jets. I just think they're the Jets. <laughs> 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 that 
Yeah, we put 54 in the Jets. 50, 54 to 3, yeah, what, wasn't it? Yeah, it was The only team to have two 50 point, score 50 points in two games, but, you know, they didn't do that this year. I don't, this is not supposed to be disrespect to the, to the Jets, in my mind. Like, you can disrespect them. They don't care. Nah, we'll see. We'll see. They're, they're in this area, though. Are we confident the Bengals hit 12 to 13 wins? Yes. Yeah, we were right. Yes. We got that. They were 12. They were. 12 they are, they could have. They won 12, right? They went 12 and 5. Yeah, they went 12 and 5. 12 and 4. 12 and 4. They, 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 oh, 12 and 4. To be honest, they, they're actually 13 and 4. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, they would have been 13 and 4. I'm gonna be honest there. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's skip through some of these. Just some of them. The the Browns are fine. We already figured that. Uh, 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 hey, seven oh, Wait, nothing. hold on, wait. Oof. They did nothing to get better. I'm capping. <laughs> That's so sad. Hey, hey, Austin's right, though. It did all depend on Thank how good Z-Law was. He was bad in the beginning. Hold but on we all minute. agreed that he was in this area, and if he played well, I'm sure we say that he would they'd be higher. He actually was Doug pretty Peterson phenomenal. was huge. I'm just... Christian Kirk is still overpaid. Yes. Yeah, but a great addition for them. Yes. I mean, Christian Kirk paired with uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be a very dangerous duo for, for our boy. How do we not see the Patriots on that little box down at the bottom? It's later. Uh, it's, yeah, it hasn't shown up yet. Oh, uh, oh Jake. What'd I say? Said, I think they take a step to five wins, but if I actually look at their schedule, it'll probably be more like two wins. <laughs> <laughs> For which That's when we thought the Colts were going to be good. <laughs> yeah. No, you weren't the only one yeah. who called that. We had predicted them to go to the playoffs earlier. Yes. I had them as my dark horse to potentially win the division, but if I think they're going to next year, I, I like yes. I like their chances. Easiest call. Of gonna, I'm gonna wait to say that, Steve, when I see the offseason. That's true. That's because true. If they the, two the defensive players. Also, they're good. Jake just had a good point, but we're talking over it. What I say? Facts. Fair. Jameson Williams came back. He wasn't shit, but maybe next year. <laughs> Jameson Williams will get back. I firmly believe this. Vikings get 13 wins this season. <laughs> oh, that was nice. a good call. Yeah. Dude, my reaction to this is still the same. Hold on. We got to listen. We got to listen to everyone. Still true. No. Still true. Still true. They did get lucky. They get to they 13. Got 13 wins, but they were also frauds. So I think you both win in this case. Was that correct? Wait, is that right? Was that right? Look it up. Look it up. I don't think they did. Did they win every division game? They did not. They lost to yeah. the Packers week. Uh, we. Hey, five and one week. though. Hey. That's so very they good. They also yeah. lost to the Lions. I, oh, okay. I still feel vindicated. <laughs> I still feel vindicated about the point of offense good, defense bad. I that feel is still very correct. vindicated that I called the 13 win Vikings team. They swept the Bears though, Nick. Everybody did, except for the Patriots. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to talk about them. I like how the title of the podcast is "NFL is falling apart." 
Oh, that's because it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they're still going to win the game. Because Kirk Cousins, you like that? It's going to throw for 450. <laughs> 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 Yo, tell me if he threw for 450 yards on those games, Kyle. Look that up real quick. What am I looking up? What? If what? Kirk Cousins threw for 451 of the Packers game. <laughs> he definitely no, he, he did. He did not. He, he definitely like 300. did. It was like 300, though. It was as close right, as you could get, Nick, though. I'll look up. I'll look it up. Nick, move forward a little oh, bit. No. Oh, oh, no. Oh. What? Oh, yeah, this is bad. Seven or six. Oh. Oh, bro. Oh, both of these are so bad. Nick, you were at God. No, we agreed on that, We agreed on that. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Um, Kirk Cousins was under 300 both Packers games. Oh, okay. Well, that would have been funny, though. <laughs> right. Let's see what Jake says. Oh, I was talking shit about Trey Lance. Yeah. Did, did Falcons get, like, seven wins or something like that? Like, I mean, were, like, to be fair, we didn't know Brock Purdy was Brock Purdy. So. Uh, to be fair, we thought Trey Lance was starting, and I think they would have had five wins. Oh, uh, Trey Lance started, yeah. Falcons won seven. Falcons had seven wins. So. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, hey, we were right around with the. Oh wait, I, wait. What did the Ravens end up with? Ravens had ten and seven. And that was with an unhappy Lamar too. I, I said yep. nine to ten. Everyone else said around ten and twelve. So we were right there. We were right there. Really? I thought seven. Oh, hey, look who was right. They had three, three and fourteen. So uh... I was the closest. We're calling. We're calling the rules. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, Cowboys. We underestimated them. They had twelve. Yes. Yeah, but they were so frauds. Uh, uh, I don't know about frauds. Oh, that's not bad. Eagles had more than this. Yeah, mm -hmm. we all underestimated the Eagles. It's fine. Not me. I not think me, you said win division though. I did. Eagles you get go ten. Five and one the division. They get half their wins in the division alone. You you did underestimate the Eagles. They went fourteen and three. <laughs> yeah. Which, wait, that might be true, Nick. You said they, they get five wins. Yeah, in the I division. said they go five and one division. They get half their. I wins think that's true. They, that's true. They, they did go lost, five and one. They lost to the Commanders. And they also <laughs> lost to the Cowboys. So they went four yeah. and two. They went four and two. Close. You were close, Nick. You were very close. You were close. Oh, I'm sorry. What did Jake say here? Everyone listen. <laughs> That's still not a bad point. They were a sleeper in the division until Carson Wentz sucked. No, they definitely went to sleep. They definitely went to sleep. <laughs> Taylor Heineke had them in playoff contention. I don't want to hear it. They almost hit the playoffs. By the way, mm -hmm. I say I only agreed to lower this. I thought they were closer to 12. Uh, dude, I believe in Matt Ryan. I think I agree with that point, though. I think I agree with that. 55 and 0. I would have to. I think they can get a win. They got, what, 9 last year? Yeah. I think they're playing with the Colts all season. The I would. I would. Ah, we all did. We all agreed. It's okay. Yeah, but the Colts were way worse than everyone expected to be. So were the Rams. So were the Rams. So, so were the Rams. They were defending champs and were awful. Dude, once they lost their offensive line, it was. Just oh, over. I remember. I'm pretty sure everyone disagreed with me on the Colts or on the Chargers. I don't even know if they went twelve, but I. Think I said ten. In this range. So I, think the best, I think they're the best team in the AFC. 
I mean, we underestimated yeah. under the Chiefs. We underestimated the Chiefs, but a lot of people did. I expected them to miss the playoffs, so it's Oof. all good. Yeah. I thought JC was going to be better than he I did was. too. I think so that's trash. I thought he was going to be better than trash. Yeah, he was actually burnt quite a bit and then got injured. Not good. Well, how many did the Raiders win? Six. Six. I, this was not bad. God, we're god awful. We're garbage. Wait, we're gonna look at the end. We're gonna see how many we got right. I just think that man got fourteen right or eighteen <laughs> right. He got eighteen right. He no, eighteen and fourteen. I'm just saying we're garbage. <laughs> he went fourteen and eighteen. <laughs> I still think that's true. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, oh. Uh, no. They, uh, what did the commanders go? Uh, commanders were eight and eight. Eight, eight, and one. That's not right, that bad. Oh wait, wait, wait. Where do we put them? Oh no, no. See, now it's good. Now it's good. Now we're good. Oh yeah, they technically won eight and a half games. So round up so, tonight. Bang, baby. Yeah. Okay, they are historically the best team in the division last couple of years. I think we have to respectfully put them right above them, but they're right. They're all right. How many did they get this season? Twelve. They got fourteen. Fourteen. I mean, they were fourteen and three. They were very good. So are we? So by that we're saying they got like eleven. So. Mm. Oops. No, I, they were better than we thought. That whole division was weird because they were all medium. Uh, the Saints only got six wins. They got seven. Did they get seven? I thought they were six and eleven. Yeah. That whole six, division was within two wins, I think. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, I have the standings pulled up, Jake. That's the other reason. Thank I you. That. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, good job, guys. All right. <laughs> you guys got it. Stop it. Put it back. About the Giants. We put them above the fucking Cowboys. If 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 they're in if the, if the Giants are in the one to three win tier, I'm. Throwing, I'm throwing no, we definitely put the Texans. You don't like what I said. <laughs> Stop it right now. Okay, wait. Let's listen. Let's listen. It's funny if we listen. Yeah. No. Yep. <laughs> okay, ready? Here we go. Here, here's in my mind. Daniel Jones, one to three. Jimmy Garoppolo, four to six. <laughs> <laughs> Seven to nine if it's early enough. So, oh, Daniel man. Jones. I mean, it's still kind of facts, though. I mean, let's be real. Yes! Yeah, Jake. that's fair. That's fair, Jake. That's fair. Yeah, I think that that's not a bad guess to be honest. That's not a bad guess. That wasn't awful. They had nine wins, so hey, that's not bad. I don't care if we get the exact win right. I want to get the category right. Yeah, the category matters. Oh God, this Broncos is gonna be awful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys are gonna be so far off. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Everyone got that wrong. There's okay. not a single person got it right. To be fair, I don't think lost anybody how many got... by one score or less? So... Bro, I don't think anybody correctly predicted the Broncos. Hey, I don't no. think anyone correctly predicted the Vikings, but me. So. <laughs> I just meant in general. I'm not talking about the podcast, Nick. I, I meant general. Yeah. I still right-click randomly. Uh, Ooh. They went nine, right? Nine or ten? They 
least they, I feel like they went. Nine. They won eight. Yeah, eight, I was eight, gonna say eight, eight, nine. Eight, nine. Where do we finish them? Uh, put them down. Put them back down. Put them back down. Say their shit. Yeah. So, uh, Carolina. No, oh, no. I don't know, man. Maybe six <laughs> Baker. Oh, hey, that's not bad, Nick. That's not that yeah. far off. I, I think Jake agreed with this. They had seven and ten, so they went seven and ten. Wait, well, that's not too bad, actually. Six yeah. Baker. Playoff. I, love hot hot takes, I love they my hot were, takes, dog. I love my hot takes. I honestly, technically not wrong. Do these. I dream we do these and we just throw numbers out there and shit. Like I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna go five one in division because you never know when you're gonna be right. Like, and then you're just that much more right. Oh god, how bad is the Cardinals? Cardinals, I think, are a strong nine or Yikes! Yikes! Thirteen to seventeen. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's fair. Thirteen to seventeen wins. They were thirteen and three, so. It's Josh Allen, the best quarterback in the league. Ah! It's not as bad, but he just seemed way too many. I still think he's up there, but he really was just weird. By not as high, I meant they were going to get eleven wins. Which is true. It's hard to do that twice in a row, but it's they're fine. <laughs> Dude, this Y'all is the were off about the season. Everyone was Smith. off about No one could bro. know about Gino not writing back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the easiest one. This is the easiest oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, 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 true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. You guys weren't that bad. Thank you. What was the thing for us? Where did we end up putting them? Don't put them at 10. Don't do it. Oh, no, guys. Oh, the bottom 10. It was like a 9.5. Oh. I mean, they won eight. They won eight, but like two of those games, like they had a couple wins that were very okay. close. Let's they see how we did here. Okay, so uh, um, zero and one. I, you I got know. you got one right in the top tier. Okay, one. One, yep. of, one of two. Well, one Actually, two. I got two of two, but it's fine. I got the Nick, break. this is a team uh, effort. Okay, one, one and two. One and three. Two and three. Two and four. No, we, three and four. We got the Bengals right. Yeah. I count those right. Those right. Sorry, I'm trying to count totals. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you got the Bills so right. Yeah. You got the Vikings wrong. You got the Bucks wrong. You got the Bengals right. You got the mm -hmm. Chiefs wrong. Why don't we just go like what we got wrong and then what we got right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's just, let's just... just do what we got what we got right. Let's just do what we got right and then we can figure out the other one. Okay. okay. So we got one right in the Bills. We got one, yes. two right in the Bengals. Yes. We got three right in the Chargers, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. they got yes. Uh, mm -hmm. We got none of these, right? Uh, we the got... Ravens had ten wins. Ravens had ten wins. Yep. So we the got Ravens four are right. in the Ravens. We got oh god, oh god. Uh, none the of rest them are right. The five. The... <laughs> yeah, five, five, six. Commanders. Didn't the, the Steelers win eight games? They won yeah, nine. the Steelers won eight games. They won nine. So they won nine. That's technically Six, right. Dolphins seven. won nine. Dolphins won nine. Yeah, seven for the Saints, eight for the Steelers, mm -hmm. nine for the Lions. Yep. Uh, Browns got six, right? So that's yeah, that's yeah. Not Browns. True. Browns got seven, so that does count. Ooh, oh, yes. Look at and, that, uh, boys. Uh, did what did the uh, Carolina go? Seven. They got. They were seven. Did we get ten. any of these right? We didn't get any of these right. You got the. We got the Jets right, didn't we? No, yes. Yeah. They yeah. went at six. 11. 
No, Jets weren't seven and ten. So uh, what did the Bears? How did, what did the Bears do? So we got eleven. Uh, yeah, we got Bears. Bears went three and fourteen. So yeah, right. So we got eleven right. Uh, and then that's you got bad. Uh, that's you got not good. We're Honestly, we're no, that's not that bad. Yeah, we're worse than the time. That's not. No, that's, that's bad. bad. That's <laughs> bad. <laughs> we did overestimate pretty much all these teams or underestimate the Vikings. Um, we could have had twelve. <laughs> uh, but uh, Nick's I gonna harp overall, on being right about the Vikings. I, dude, I will say that was a bold prediction that went hard. In the pain, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think we expected Brady's divorce either. Yeah, but that was a That's very true. I, I I, mean, I think it was – we could have seen it coming because they had lost all of their offensive linemen to injury in training camp. Okay. That's Plus, we couldn't have predicted Todd Bowles being the worst head coach Here's what time. we're doing next week. Yeah. Uh, or we Geno going, Smith or Brock Purdy. We are going <laughs> to do a prediction of the XFL, the rest of the XFL season. Oh, oh God, I know nothing. Here we go. That's a good All right, we are gonna do a prediction, and it is going to be a bro. Time. We're gonna have to do uh, a redraft of the XFL at some point. That was, yes, oh my God. we each take a team and redraft the XFL. That would be <laughs> oh God, we're gonna go hard. Is there enough for any other topics for this yes. week before we finish up? No, I'm good. Perfect. Uh, hey Kyle, what do you think about your quarterback uh, wanting forty-five million dollars okay. a year? Actually, we're not gonna talk. I do. No, actually, no, I do want to talk about that. All right, really all right, quick. all right. I think <laughs> Daniel Jones is the biggest fucking idiot. Okay, no, actually, I'm out. Pause right there. Pause. Daniel Jones, not the biggest idiot. I, too, would want $45 million a year. So I can't fault Daniel Jones for wanting $45 million a year. His agent, what the fuck are you thinking, man? You know damn well Daniel Jones is not worth $45 million a year. Every team in the NFL knows Daniel Jones is not worth $45 million a year. Even his own team, the Giants, know he's not worth $45 million a year. So what the hell are you doing telling your player to go ask for $45 million a year, you fucking idiot? Meanwhile, the Giants are just going to let one of the greatest running backs in the league walk for nothing because he's asking for $15 million a year? You're a poverty <laughs> franchise. What the hell am I doing <laughs> Being a fan of this team, God, we know you really have great rant. reasons. And on that note, <laughs> on that note, we are going to bid adieu Daniel Jones from the Giants, as there's no way they do that. And Saquon Barkley. If oh. they do, how does Kyle? If uh, the Giants pay Daniel Jones forty-five million dollars a year, is there any chance you'll become a Patriots fan for one season? For one season, maybe. I Just one season. Can we shake on this? If one they season. give Daniel Jones forty five million, million, million. If they give yes. him forty five million, I'll okay, shake take five. If you guys don't reside Barkley and somehow Barkley it manages to be on the Patriots. I'll buy a Saquon Patriots jersey, but I okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not another picking up Saquon. Write it down. Write it down. I love Saquon. Dude. Saquon, I don't care where he goes. He could go to the Cowboys or Eagles for all I care. I will wish nothing but good things for Saquon. Dude, if he ends up I on the Eagles, it. if he ends up on the Eagles, that run game Dude, is 100% certified for another four years. Go, Saquon. T- as, as a as a Giants fan right now, Saquon, go get a ring. Go go somewhere to get a ring. <laughs> go to Buffalo. Go to. Oh, don't go to Buffalo. Don't go to Buffalo. Don't go to Buffalo. They're cursed. Don't go to Buffalo. They're cursed. So we will end off this note. Go to Bengals. I don't know if we talked about last week. 
Kyle was ignorantly wrong about the Super Bowl. Therefore, I have a video on my phone. I have two videos Ouch. of Kyle on my phone. I always had one. Oh. Now I have two that I will never, ever forget. <laughs> Kyle doing a shoey on his back porch. Uh, that he spilled see. all of it on the floor yeah, instead of actually Oh, man. It will okay. forever be a memory I have of Kyle and will share on his wedding day. Uh, oh, God. This year. So, I hope you all have a great this has been a very fun year for us i know i usually don't speak for everyone but it has been a fantastic year i know we all agree we've had a lot of fun doing this um one year is just a start for us we love spending time with each other on this time we love spending time with you all who watch us so we do thank you for your time every tuesday night you've been watching us we'll see you for many tuesdays to come uh, and continue to take a look at all of our episodes. Follow us on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook if you're feeling spicy. And definitely make sure to go check out the extra episodes we're doing. They're a lot of fun. Jake's going hard in the paint on those QB. Uh, yeah. those That's a fact. And make sure you tell your friends about us too. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, we will see you guys next week and the next year. And